Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Before the break, I brought you my report on how we went from seeing an ad on Facebook to having a gun in News Talk. If you missed that report, you can listen back in full on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud or just search for Tech Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Alternatively, if you're on YouTube, just search for News Talk and you will see myself and Sean Moncrief talking through in a little bit greater detail, um, some of the different aspects of this report, including information on how customs detect and seize firearms that arrive into the country. But now I'm going to bring you something entirely different. On Wednesday of this week, I was given access to Wimbledon. This is something that has been on my bucket list for many, many, many years. Uh, and I was very excited because I got to meet the team from IBM, who are the technology partner of Wimbledon. And... I got a bit of insight into how tech is used on site, but also how new innovations are being implemented every year. Kevin Farrer and Fred Baker of IBM took me downstairs below the court level of Wimbledon and gave me a tour of three separate rooms to meet their teams who are using artificial intelligence to introduce things like AI commentary, deeper analysis, better stats for fans, and indeed for the athletes. Welcome. So this is um, one of our rooms. So this is our digital team from IX. So we've got a team that are responsible for Wimbledon.com, the official apps. Yeah, so we have a global portfolio of sports and entertainment partnerships. Uh, so we've got obviously Wimbledon, we've got the US Open Tennis, we've got the Masters Golf. We do some work with um, ESPN Fantasy Football and we also do some work with Grammys as well. So it's, but it's all about data and insights. Um, so some examples Wimbledon.com um, that you're going to see. So just you know, it's a it's a very rich, beautiful um, user interface, um, very much portraying Wimbledon to fans around the world who can't get here to give that sense of the beauty and the excitement and drama of the championships through the digital platforms. Uh, and we do start with paper and pen. So we you know we're sketching out ideas for this. These are the sketches, early sketches for the, the some of the features that we've implemented this year. So the AI draw analysis, for example, um, and then this gets revised. It's very much a co-creation, collaboration with the with the All England Club. So we work with our teams together, then refining this iterative process, and then that gets rendered to the user interface that you see in the app um, that you will have on your phone, I'm sure, because you would have needed it for your digital ticket. And that, and that, by the way, is really the IBM Garage method and in particular the personas and the, the kind of design-led, human-centered design process is IBM design thinking. So the personas thing that you saw, the screen's up there, and the process we follow year-round of identifying ideas that will deliver most value to the users, to the Wimbledon fans, understanding those segments of fans, that whole process helps us pick the kind of gems and the millions of things we could do that will deliver most value to the fan and then go through that iterative process and then ultimately be deployed at the championships every year. Yeah, because it's really apparent because from the research that I've done, there's so much data that you could present and there's so many different ways I'm sure it could be presented. So how many iterations did it take to get the fine-tuned, very clean display that users can go in to the Wimbledon app and see? And I'm sure they can dig deeper and get the nerdier and nerdier analysis. But if you are just enjoying the tournament and you want to see the top line, 
online stats. How was that presented so and that how was, does yes, that, that process work? So that was part of the design process as well, was um, presenting information, making it kind of uh, an unroll. Mm-hmm. So you've got that high level kind of, if you want to get the bite size, snack size content, then you can do that. And then you can you have the ability then, if you want to know more, to drill down into the into some of the detail. Um, but we work, as I said, we work all year round. We've actually got an innovation work stream that's built into our, our contract with club. And twice a year we meet members of the club, members of this team. Um, in the spring we have an ideation workshop, so that's looking at what's going on in the world of tech, what's going in on in the world of tech of IBM, what's going on in the world of sport, what innovations are bubbling through. Um, and then we um, pick some of those top ideas, we run proofs of, proof of concepts um, through the summer when we're not running tournaments. Um, and then we get together in the autumn and we drill down to, okay, which is the one that we're going to implement for next year's championships. And then the rest kind of are in the hopper for, for consideration for the next two, three years. But, but parallel to all of that, so that's the cycle that we use for innovation to give the new features every year that we that sort of we in the club decide we want to deliver. But in parallel to that, there's continuous improvement and innovation going on on existing features. So... Um, this year, for example, the team was saying they've continued to improve the ticketing process, digital ticketing that everyone's been using. They have um, innovated and updated the information architecture. So just the way that fans can access the scores on a match mm-hmm. has been improved and made a bit more easy to access for fans. So those sorts of things are coming from feedback every year that the club gets and fans give that we then implement for the following championships as well. One of the other key features that we're rolling out for this year is the AI commentary. Um, so this is providing commentary narration over the top of our highlights reels for this year. So this is built on IBM Watson X. This is our enterprise AI and data platform. Um, so this is using foundation models, large language models, generative AI. Um, here's an example of how this is coming to life. And you can actually go into the official app now and into the website. And as you go into the video highlights section, you'll start to see these match highlights reels with the commentary available on them. It's not automatically switched on. There's little headphones in the bottom right hand corner. If you click on that, then you get the audio narration. Um, and there's the option for captions as well. So it, it's, making, it's just making these highlights reels um, accessible in a new way for fans. Um, and making them more accessible because you've got both captions and sound. So, so what's next? Yeah, as I say, it's IBM's AI and data platform. So um, there's a number of layers to that. There's a data layer, an AI layer, and a governance layer. So we first of all get the data. You know, it's, it's fed massive amounts of data that it's trained on. Um, curated, it's creating trusted data sources, um, and then it's making sure that that is clean. It's filtered for governance, for compliance, for profanity, um, just all of those good things. I mean, th- you know, we're using trusted data sources for Wimbledon. They've got different use cases, different foundation models for different industries. So there'll be there'll be one that's trained for financial services, or there'll be one that's trained for retail. We've got one for sport, and this is building on um, some work that was done at the Masters. So we first introduced our commentary at the Masters Golf, um, so every shot, every hole, there is a narration that's available on that. This is now, we had to adapt this and train it again for the, the language of tennis, mm. the sport of tennis, and the language of Wimbledon as well. You know, this is very specific in terms of gentlemen and ladies and some of that, and, and, and the, the voiceover is a, very much an English accent, and we've got a man and a lady's voice that's available. So just again, it's making them accessible in a new way. We're into the weeds here of what's an X and how it works, but no, at a high level, it's about you know, validating training tuning an example of the tuning is the player names you know, yeah. some of the player names are 
pretty tricky. Um, so you know, we ran the models initially, um, and then listened to how it was pronouncing the names. And then, because this this is always about humans and AI working together. So okay, where it wasn't quite right, go in, refine it, tune it, uh, and to make sure that we were then comfortable with what was going out mm-hmm. on the the final product. And then that large language model is then deployed. Um, so onto the hybrid cloud platform. And then it's using that generative AI to come up with lots of different, um, so this is kind of the metadata, using lots of different variations on um, the actual interpretation of what's going on on the court, because mm-hmm. you can say that in a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. And, we'll and this is part of that evolution, that ongoing kind of um, work that Fred was talking about. This isn't, you know, right, we're just going to jump in and once, you know, in, in the autumn in that workshop, right, this is what we're going to build. The, a lot of these features are building on things that have been in development for a number of years. So the AI highlights reels themselves were rolled out six years ago um, and they are based on things like the noise of the crowd and the player gestures obviously we know the point of the match where we are at and it's using that information to put an excitement rating on each rally and then that they're ranked and then the best clips are then glued together um, into a three to five minute highlight reel that is given to the club content team and they get the final editorial decision on whether it's you know if they're happy for it to be published so again that work of humans and AI working together so what this commentary is for this year is an enhancement to those those highlights reels so it's again making them accessible in a new way and it opens up other possibilities in terms of different languages to help the club you know in their one of their goals of growing their global fan base so you can see some examples here for a particular you know, section of play. It's come up with lots of different variations and then it picks the best one to actually then use to, to add to the clip. And then, of course, over here, so mm-hmm. this, this is an ongoing um, longer demo of the, the commentary that we're generating for those highlights reels. But we're also doing a behind the scenes proof of concept for this year. So this is weaving computer vision into the mix. So at the moment that commentary is being based on the, the stats. But when you then have computer vision analyzing what's going on on the court, it can spot things that the raw stats don't give you. So um, you can just about make out the different color lines on the player. So there's 17 different limb movements that it's analyzing. But it, you can start to pick up things like when a player plays a shot between their legs. You you wouldn't get that from the stats, but the computer vision can pick that up. Um, How many times does a player bounce the ball before they serve? Those little nuances and habits of players that you can get from the computer vision. And this would also enable you to um, to ultimately create commentary for live matches. Um, now, obviously, you've got your, the commentators we know and love on the, to the show, the show courts. It's not our know, intention in any way to replace them. Um, this is about making commentary available where it's not currently present. Mm-hmm. So for juniors, for seniors, for wheelchairs. Uh, same with the highlights reels. At the moment, it's just ambient court noise. So by adding in that narration, it's just making them more engaging for the fans um, and you know, allowing them to access it in a new way. Can I ask a super question? Does a lot of this analysis just happen on the footage or are there sensors around the court that could provide any form of insight to help develop these models? Yes, there are. I mean, Hawkeye is a prime example. Yeah. So they, we take a data feed from Hawkeye, but they are doing all of the analysis of the player movement, the ball movement. So I know people are familiar with Hawkeye because of the challenge system, but it's actually all of the player tracking as well as going on from Hawkeye. And that's a data feed that we take. And that feeds in as well to the insights that we're producing because you can know how far a player stretch for a ball, etc. So there's some of that you can get just from the stats mm-hmm. and from the tracking. 
but then if you put the vision piece in that's when you can start getting other interesting snippets that can help enrich that commentary that's being generated so you know the, the, your, your commentators they, they like to fill in with real you know interesting little nuggets of, of information yeah. and color and texture yeah. so with the computer vision piece it being added into mix then you can add in some of that color and texture which yeah. is you know, so lots of possibilities in the future around this. I'd say this also, what we've just talked through, is a really awesome example of the whole kind of design thinking and IX process where it may start literally with simple ask of let's make Wimbledon more accessible or let's reach more fans, something very simple that's a business mm. sort of value statement or opportunity. We will, behind the scenes, be doing a ton of the kind of diverge process, find opportunities to do that, generate more data, more insight, and then have all this rich stuff to work with mm. to then really elegantly again solve the problem. So all a fan sees after all of this is some great highlight clips at the end of a match that can have some narration, yeah. but it's been this whole sort of loop that we've gone through to be able to produce still that solution that not only... Um, kind of crystallizes the insight into something that's engaging but also fits with the whole kind of design style and experience that we want fans to have. So with Wimbledon it's very much about getting the balance right each year between the tradition and heritage of Wimbledon as a brand um, and the tech and the innovation. So we still at the end of the day we want it to be tennis in an English garden that's a phrase that's used um, and it's very true but um, but there's a lot going on under the covers which we're, we're taking a peek at at the moment. You think about you think about something like ESPN fantasy football, mm. which we equally have a ton of data to work with, but it's a very different experience that the fans there want. And so, the experience when you come into the app with Wimbledon is still very elegant. Yeah, yet very we're worth still it. surfacing all this amazing insight. How do the players feel about this? Like the, the level of data that can be garnered. Because, you know, it, it may have been like a long kept secret that someone will bounce the ball four times when they're in bad form and twice if they're in good form or something like that. <laughs> and if you guys are using this amazing technology to put that on my smartphone, I'm sure their opposition then would, might be taking a bit of an, an interest in that as well. I guess it's a fine balancing act. So we, so we do provide a service to the players. So Wimbledon.com, you can sign in with, you would have signed in and, um, and as, a, as a fan, you can sign in as a player, you can sign in as a coach and then you get different information. So one of the services we've provided to the club and have done for a number of years is we tie up the stats that I've spoken about that we're collecting with the video so that it makes it searchable. So they can go in and pull up their match and they can say, right, show me all the aces and they can click on one of them. It will take you to that point in the match. So they're, they're, And yeah, there's lots of possibilities in the future around the, the analysis and the data that we're collecting to, to, to be used for coaches, players, fans. Um, and it's, it's the process we would go through is to see, you know, and we would of course get feedback and work with and um, yeah. user testing etc to see um, what would work and what wouldn't work yeah. we've, we've had some um, wonderful feedback from some of the players around the world like, and especially in the Masters where mm-hmm. they effectively can use um, the app we've produced to scout themselves and find out what they did well and improve their game for the next round so um, yeah, it's not just fans that are benefiting from it that was Kevin Farr and Fred Baker of IBM taking me on a tour of Wimbledon I have to say I loved every single second of it. Uh, what do you make of tech like this being introduced into sport? Are you a fan or what do you make of it? Email me techtalk at newstalk.com Now, when we come back here on News Talk, Kira O'Brien is going to join me to talk about the new Twitter rival from Meta that's called Threads. <laughs> 